What is the benefit of deliberate practice? What separates deliberate practice from performance? What does the flow state mean? And how can you get the most out of deliberate practice? Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stoic Spirituality, a podcast where I look through, dissect, and analyze different books and other ideas that I've thought about or I've experienced throughout my life. My name is Jagan, and I'm just a student of the human experience, trying to spread some knowledge out to the rest of the world. And so the book I'm going to talk about today, or dissect a part of, is Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. And the topic I'm going to specifically discuss today is the idea of deliberate practice. The idea of practicing deliberately along with the concept of the flow state. And so let's first define what deliberate practice is and let's define what flow is, the flow state is. So deliberate practice has a lot to do with prior to any sort of performance or presentation. Deliberate practice has to do with you sitting with yourself and working on crafting the perfect performance. Deliberate practice happens prior to the actual event of interest. For example, say you are presenting a topic to a series of panelists or judges or even your co-workers. Deliberate practice refers to the time you spend looking at the slides, crafting a series of bullet points that accentuate your points you want to make, and the time you spend correcting yourself and ensuring that you land the words properly with the right language, tone, body language, and message so that you get what you want out clearly to your audience. And so that's what deliberate practice is. And flow is the opposite. Flow is the performance you do. Flow is the actual presentation you give and flow is the head empty kind of moment when you are very into your state of intense concentration to ensure that your deliberate practice ends up working out and manifesting accurately and so it's a dichotomy of two important things in a presentation the preparation before, manifested as a deliberate practice, and the end result, which is your flow state. And so let's first break down how you can get deliberate practice to work for you. So first, deliberate practice only works primarily when you have a clear goal. When you set yourself up, say you are practicing an instrument, and you want to finish a particularly difficult passage today. Setting a clear goal to be able to play this passage about five times straight without messing up on chords or notes that you find yourself constantly messing up on could be a clear goal to set. So that's the first part of deliberate practice, is setting up a clear goal. The next thing is having full concentration and effort into what you are doing. This is a little more self-explanatory than the previous one. But when you are completely focused and concentrated on the task at hand, instead of multitasking on whatever else you want to be doing at the same time, you allow yourself to detect issues, mistakes, and problems you may not have detected when you were multitasking or when your focus was split 
between two separate options or two separate places. So the next thing is full concentration and effort. The third thing is immediate and informative feedback. It is either in th by a third person, by yourself, or by a video. So for instance, say if you want to use the instrument example again. Say you are practicing a series of notes, or you're practicing a passage of a piece you want to play. When you sit down and take a video of yourself, and you look at the video after you play it once or twice, to good quality in your opinion, you notice immediately things you could improve on. May it be the posture with which you're holding your instrument, may it be the notes with which you're playing, or may it be the grip with which you're holding your instrument. And when you have this immediate informative feedback, along with the necessary changes you make after, you also work toward getting to a sense of deliberate practice. And finally, the idea of repetition also is necessary for deliberate practice. Not only repeating the same thing over and over again, but repeating it with the immediate informative feedback manifested as reflection and refinement. Not only repeating the same thing until it comes to muscle memory, but ensuring that you do not make, this, make mistakes in your repetition, but ensuring that you can make your piece, your presentation, whatever you're trying to do, 1% better each time you practice it. And the flow state is pretty much the leveraging and the manifesting of all this deliberate practice into a one-time presentation that manifests with as close to as perfection, whatever perfection means to you, or whatever really good means to you, because I don't believe in perfection, as right. And so one way you can ensure that you get to these two dichotomous parts of creating a presentation is by changing the way you experience preparing for it. So a lot of us take a look at a presentation and groan inwardly. We're like, oh no, I have to work on creating a presentation. I have to work on creating this piece or this work of music or this work of art and think of it negatively. And that is the wrong seed to plant to get the best results. The best way to go about challenges is to embrace them. To look at a piece and be like, oh, I can't wait to find myself doing this, find myself messing up, and find myself persevering. The best part is embracing challenge instead of fearing it. Understanding to see that something was challenging and great, not menacing. And that is the benefit and happiness you get from deliberate practice. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on deliberate practice. And if you'd like to hear more content, feel free to drop me a follow at Stoic Spirituality on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And if you'd like to hear more content, feel free to drop me a follow on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Thank you so much for listening, and see you guys next time.